Welcome to the Ryback Show. Happy, happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me. We are streaming live on TikTok and Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. So thank you to the people joining the live streams over on TikTok and Instagram. We are streaming live also on Facebook at Ryback Reeves and Twitch at Ryback Rules. We are live here on Ryback TV on YouTube, guys. Super chats are greatly appreciated and brought up on the screen in between taking calls, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, sports, and anything and everything in between. So thank you to all my Ryback TV, all Rybackers, all members over on YouTube. Thank you guys very, very much as we are 435,000 strong and continuing to grow. So thank you guys all over there. We are live here on X Spaces, Twitter Spaces, at Ryback. Guys, you guys can call in if you want. Just hit that request to speak. Any other platforms, come over here to at Ryback on X Twitter. Guys, on Spaces and uh, join the show. You can listen live and join in anytime you want. If you've got a, any, any question, concern, statement, whatever the case may be, this is the People's Podcast, guys. On that, this show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. To everybody out there, if you guys hear this you guys and you've, you've not done it, yeah, if you can go to iTunes, if you have an iPhone, just go to the Ryback Show. Hit that subscribe button, guys. You'll get the notification when the show goes goes on the podcast platforms every day, and that's it with it. And you can choose to listen or not listen if you if you don't catch the live episode every day. But I encourage you all to subscribe on there. It really helps. And uh, it's Monday through Friday, guys, that we have these shows on here, so you could you can listen on the audio platform at any time. But leaving a star rating and writing a quick little review really does help the cause. I would like to get those reviews. I'd like to hit that thousand mark. That's a big milestone on the audio uh, platform over there. So I think we're at 711 reviews. So we have a ways to go. But thank you guys very much in advance for all of that. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women. He, she, and thee. Feedmemore.com. Guys, sign up to um, that, my email and text message savings program. We have a very high returning customer rate on feedmemore.com for Feed Me More Nutrition and all the Ryback merch. Guys, today we have a big, big, big sale going on, and I'm going to make it available to you. It's a mystery code, uh, and I encourage you to please sign up also for my – if you click on feedmemore.com on the little, the, the little hamburger menu bar, you click on that and click on newsletter – and you'll see if you click on the newsletter, it'll have a newsletter and a text message program. You could sign up for one or the other. I encourage signing up for both because email oftentimes have a, has a bigger message along with the discount uh, every Wednesday. And the text message goes out every Thursday. Sometimes it's just the sale. I can't put the whole message of the week on there on that. But today, guys, I'm going to give you that discount. It's a huge discount. I'm not going to tell you the discount because it's a mystery code. So you, you got to go use discount code MYSTERY8. MYSTERY8. And the number eight, mystery eight on feedmemore.com after you add the items to your cart and you can see just how big today's today's deal is. Guys, it's one of our bigger discounts that we've done. 
So check that out. I'll put that in the description on YouTube as well as for the audio podcast today. And that expires at midnight Pacific tonight, midnight Pacific discount code mystery eight mystery in the number eight feedmemore.com. All right. All right. All right. Let's get going. What do we got going on today? Good to see everybody. Yeah, the, that discount is massive. It's huge. Guys, this is the real deal. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. I've been working on my Trump impersonation a little bit. Excuse me. <laughs> I saw Jamie Foxx, who's, by the way, the most talented human being in existence with that. And uh, with Snoop Dogg doing, doing uh, Trump. I saw it a while back and it just popped on my phone again today. And I've never have tried to do a, tr a Trump impersonation. We're like, I wonder if I can. And I, I can't do all the things. But excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. That's all I got. And I don't I don't even think that's that good. But I at least, you know, it's Trump. Rosie O'Donnell. I got that down, too. All right. Let's get going. What do we got going on today? Uh, hold on. We've got a question coming in on the chat. I've always wanted to ask you this question. Uh, when you first got a push as the main on the main roster, was the plan for you to have that Goldberg type of push where you went undefeated and whatnot? Also, what was your favorite match you ever competed in there at WWE? No, nothing was ever Goldberg. This is the whole, it was never, never, ever, ever. None of it. Not, not one, not anything. Not one person ever came up and, and the name was never mentioned on any of it. I think people, obviously the dirt sheets and things are those people and the, the people that report fake news. Those people probably are the ones that, and I, I had no idea about any of that stuff. I didn't look at any of that stuff when I was on the main roster. I remember being up there for quite a while. And I remember I was in one of the hotel room and I'd got in. I don't know if I got in early. And I remember people asking me, I don't know if it was on, if it was, I started using Twitter a little more or somebody at like the arena and like, I didn't realize how much wrestlers and like the people in, in, t, the, in the in the company looked at that stuff. I like I didn't even know who the Meltzer guy. I had no idea who he was until I was on the main roster, and that's where I, I found like I, I go. I don't know if it was after the Brock. They said I got someone said I got punched or beat up by Brock, and I was like, what? That's where I think I finally go. What's going on with that? And in uh, looking. And seeing, uh, and I was like, "Who's this Meltzer guy?" Like, and what, like, dude, just clueless. And I was with them since 22. I just never got caught up. I live in the real world. I work hard with that. And to this day, I try to avoid this stuff. And you can't avoid it all entirely because it's with Twitter and everything. But it's just, it's insane the stuff that just comes out. And they just make up. It's just go look at any wrestler. Like Kurt Angle is just doing a thing. Everybody, they do it to everybody. And so many of you guys, it's like the best thing to do is just to avoid it. They're mentally ill people that are just creating lies for profit. And it, it all it does is it, it takes away the conversation for better things on for the most part on it. And it's just disgusting. It's not worth it. But the problem is, is so many of you guys believe that garbage on so many different things. Or you let that consume your life and let that consume the conversation. It's like, ah. Uh. It's just we get sick and tired of it. That's what the best thing about being away is a bit away from all that. Like, but I never cared. Like, if somebody would say something, what are you talking about? I told you guys, Hunter came up and he would like say something from the dirt sheets to me. And I literally, I'd go, Hunter, what are you talking about? 
And then he'd have to explain it to me. And I literally, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. Do you care? You clearly do. Like, it's weird. It's weird to me to let thoughts of mentally ill people consume you like that. So, ah, let's just get over it. Move on. They're going to keep doing it. They do it to everybody. It doesn't matter what you do. You're the best quarterback in the NFL. Or it'll go look at just go look at the NFL. Everybody that's a starting quarterback in the NFL is special. Anybody who's a second string quarterback in the NFL is special. Anybody who's a third string quarterback in the NFL is special. But we're just saying starting quarterbacks. Say you're a top five starting quarterback in the NFL based off of of, of statistics of that. Those guys get more hate than anybody. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Oh, they, no, no, he's not better than this. Joe Montana, well, the all-time coach. People talk trash about, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, it doesn't matter. matter. Just people like, coming up with lies, want to hate. And that's what the problem with social media is. Like, we just got to, you just got to block. Like, it's best not even being around it and even letting it. That's why I just take it off my phone for good chunks. Because it's like, I don't even want to be exposed. Rob Van Dam just put out a tweet about it. Because he's getting, now that he's doing some TV stuff, all the hate people from WWE. Oh, how dare you betray WWE? Show just shot it, shot it. Like, the, but you, it's like he's like, well, I'm gonna have to start blocking people. It's like, yes, that's the key. You just block, and then you can enjoy the good people. But it's like we're not gonna spend our time arguing with with you guys. Like, it's not worth it. Like, you're nobody in the grand scheme of things, and we're all nobody in the grand scheme of things on social media as far as trying to infuse our opinion or our hate and negativity onto people living their lives. It's not worth it. And so that's why I just live, work, man, enjoy life. I live an amazing life. All these guys, it's just like, but that stuff, you see it with Matt Hardy at times, he'll sometimes address it. Because he's just like, the more you're on there and you want to interact with good people, you're going to have the hate from all those, the vile, vicious leeches of the world, you know, out there that are living their hell on this planet. So you just got to, you just got to block squash, shell shock and move on. So that's, yo, have you got any offer from wrestling promotions? So again, like on something like that, brother, I'm not, no, I haven't even reached out to any wrestling promotions. I have my agent. We haven't done anything until I can get cleared. Just had another conversation this weekend with it. And that's the other thing for anybody saying like black ball, like it's all that's, that's the fake news. You got, I'm telling you it's and like, there's going to be options when I'm able to come back. You would have seen me if I was wrestling, if I was like doing indie things now and like saying like, I'm trying to get back to TV, I would just say it. If I was, I'm not doing anything because I'm not cleared because nobody wants to address the actual issues of the injuries. Any of the, the fake things that get put out, nobody addresses that. The whole reason this is all I left was to, I needed the five disc fusion and shoulder replacement. Nobody's giving any anything to that. And then they failed in that, that because that puts me in a baby face position because I've overcome the impossible. Instead, they want to keep all this hate going strong with the fake stuff. So you just got to, I know the truth. The people that know me know the truth. That's all that matters. Go back, plug in. We just had a conversation. We're like, it's ridiculous. We all get it in our different way with the person I just had it with. They go, he goes, you know, everybody knows you. You're going to come back and you're going to kick ass. I go, exactly. And that's all there is to it. And then the people will come up with new hate and all this and that. And you just keep going, living life, making money, having fun and being successful. And that's that. <clears throat> Super chat, John Poirier. Thank you, buddy. Do you put cheese on your eggs? The uh, 
I do sprinkle a little cheese on my morning uh, eggs occasionally, not every time. Uh, I did this morning, though. I do two tablespoons of coconut oil, and then I eat that separately. And then I, and I do my eggs, uh, my egg whites, my two eggs, my lean turkey, mushrooms, spinach, jalapenos, some pink Himalayan sea salt, potassium salt on that, and a little sprinkled cheese, and, and just a little bit of ketchup for flavor on that. But that's my, my carbon fat meal in the morning. This is odd. Somebody says, big guy, Twitter suspended my account. I believe it's from when I defended you over the censorship. Uh, kind of pissed about it. it. That wouldn't shock me. They just, again, I've opened three more cases in the last three days. They've closed all three cases uh, instantly. Like outside, I take that back, two of them. They didn't even respond. They just closed them. The last one, they responded again. Would they take behavior off of negative behavior or breaking the rules? Once again, acknowledging that they have my account uh, restricted or, or or suppressed, and they close the case again, and they won't answer the specific questions. I literally just typed out. I typed out a whole thing again, a brand new one to send over, and like asking specific questions, they refuse to do it. And something is definitely. I'm telling you, it hasn't just been it's seven and a half years with this. This is the most. I wish this on nobody. And I know you guys don't like me talking about it. I don't like talking about it, but it's absolutely necessary because this this is going to be like this is everything I have worked for. This is this is purgatory. This is and this is not the direction we want the world going in. We all we need complete transparency with social media. And I believe I've been put through this for a reason. I'm going to play a big part in all this moving forward. But like it is I can't stop. I can't like it is it is part of my life mission to fight this and win. With this, nobody should ever have to do. I don't think most people would have survived this. And uh, and, and I, like I said it, it's this is why I, I've taken it upon myself. And because this is this is affects politics, it affects everything. Shadow banning should not be a thing. Suppressing should not be a thing. We need we need agreements in there. We need things with our government and things with these social media companies. It's beyond dangerous. And with artificial intelligence, where things are going, it's beyond dangerous where where we are currently and, and where we're heading with this unless there is full transparency. All right, let's get moving. Let's get on to today's show. Take a question, Khalid. Welcome to the Ryback Show. And my back is feeling uh, great. Thank you. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Ryback. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to say uh, I'm like 5'11", 270 pounds. I'm, I haven't used any supplements. I, I was trying to see maybe I could use some of your supplements. What would it be your recommendation? How old are you? Uh, I'm 20. I'm, I'm just about to turn 30, actually, on the 19th. <laughs> Uh, and what's your goal? Like you want to, you want to build more muscle and, and burn body fat or like, what do you want to get bigger? Do you want to get, yeah, I got a lot of body fat on me. I'm 270. Okay. And, uh, I got sleep issues and stuff, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to burn body fat, gain muscle. At least I'm trying to get to at least 170. You want to cut down to 170? Yes. So you want to lose about a hundred pounds then? Pretty much. Yeah. And are, are you working out or no? Uh, I'm occasionally working out. Uh, when I do work out, I try to go on that Stairmaster. Yep. You just, I, I would, you definitely, 
a big part of this is if you're going to invest in supplements too, is you want to make sure that you're investing in your yourself, your time into going to the gym consistently. It will, it will really help. It, it's a habit that you will, will stick with you for the rest of your life and will carry over all other aspects of your life as well. So I would try to make time to at least consistently get to the Honestly, if you can, three to five times a week. Maybe you start with three, and but try to get like something four or five times a week consistently. With yeah. that, with weight training and cardio, the more muscle you have, the more muscle you build, the more, the faster your metabolism gets, the more easily it becomes to, to burn body fat. And, and the more efficiently you can use your calories. So I, I think that is something that you you want to take a look at as well. As far as product-wise, the when you say you have sleep issues as well, what do you mean by that? Like you have difficulty sleeping or what? Um, like I would try, I'll just go in bed like around like say 10, wouldn't fall asleep until like three in the morning. Cause I, I think my mind is, uh, I'm a, a lot of things is running through my mind. Yep. And stuff. Are you are you on your phone too during that time? Uh, like I, I try to go on TikTok and view some stuff uh, to help me go to sleep, but it's just it's kind of weird. Yeah. Do you do you end up though playing on your phone while because you're awake? Uh, well, I, well, I'll just go on my uh, phone, like look at some TikTok stuff videos youtube maybe yeah so here's the deal just so and uh, uh, the one so before and i'll tell you what to do for your sleep too this will help do you, do you consume a lot of caffeine or no um not a lot of caffeine but but i just did consume a bang right uh not too not in the morning today no okay but the as, as far as like you don't, you're not drinking. Like you, you want? Do you have caffeine anywhere from six to eight hours before you go to bed? Oh no, I'm a water guy. Okay, good. Because that's one thing. A lot of people can consume caffeine too close to bed, and that keeps you up. Um, another thing I'll tell you that will help is is you you don't want to be on your phone when you lie down. So you whatever it is, if you're going to listen to like a, a, a audio or something to try to help you sleep, that's yeah. fine. But you, what you want to do is turn your – if you have your phone and you keep it in bed with you or wherever you keep it, keep it face down so the light is not on. That light from the phone, it has been proven. It keeps people awake. It, it makes it very difficult for people to fall asleep. I've never been too horrible with that, even though when I get – when I lie down, I put my phone over and I'm off of it with that – on that. But I, I like I just – but I, I could be on my phone right before bed and, like, have no issues. But some people, it's a real thing. They It really, really – makes it difficult for you to fall asleep. Uh, Product-wise, the GTS Go to Sleep is, is a phenomenal product. You take it an hour before bed and that. And then when you're ready to go to sleep, you lie down. And I'm telling you, don't get on your phone. You're going to get tired and fall asleep. It, it, it's a fantastic product that has great reviews. I came up with that on the road to get me off of Benadryl and NyQuil. It works. And, but I always tell people, take it an hour before you normally would go to bed. So I would take it around 9 o'clock if I were you. You go lie down around 10 and it's just, you'll start doing that every night and stay off your phone and see if you can start developing a healthy sleep pattern of falling to sleep around 10, 10, 15, something in that range. But I want you to try that. That's one product that will help for sleeping. And then as far as, as the other things, you know, it depends what your budget is. But but the main thing is going to be, I would say, the shell shock weight management formula, the fat burner. I think yeah. that will be is that in the GTS. I would say just start with that and get your diet on track and get in the gym and see how that goes. 
And then from there, if you want to add in the protein powder or you want to add in the big guy male performance testosterone booster, which would actually be really good as well to help burn body fat. But if you feel good and your testosterone is healthy, like you don't, that's not necessary right now. It's just more the diet, get healthy sleep and, and get going on that end and in the gym consistently. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to try doing that. Do you, uh, do you think Celsius energy drinks and bangs, are, are those healthy? I would, I, the Celsius, I would go with Celsius over bang because I believe those have the stevia or they have, yeah. or they have a natural, um, I don't believe the Celsius, I don't believe Celsius uses the artificial sweeteners if I'm not mistaken, but the bangs yeah, do. Have, yeah. They don't have aspartum. Or yeah. The aspartame that's so I would go with Celsius over that. Okay. Yeah. I just grabbed the Celsius to be honest. <laughs> uh, and yeah, then okay. to, another thing, a lot of people caffeine, like as far as caffeine consumption goes, a lot 400 milligrams usually is the, the tolerance for people that's health, considered healthy and safe. You don't want to yeah. really go over that 400 milligram mark. And some people, it's a lot less than that with it. But you, you typically try to want to divide that into to a couple a couple dosages throughout the day, maybe 150, 200 milligrams twice a day, something like that. That's good. Yeah. That's, that's fine. It has a lot of benefits with that from everything that I've seen. And But anything over 400 milligrams, a lot of people go over it and it, it's dangerous. So, and I used to do it. It's not good. So. Okay. So I'm going to take their advice and uh, I'm going to start doing a lot of cardio, some weight, manage uh, some weight, uh, strength, strength control at the gym. Uh, do it like three, three, four days a week if you can. Try to divide it up. Do your weight training first, and then do your cardio after. And 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 try to you know if you can get in the sauna a couple times a week, that's going to help burn calories. The sauna people, a, a 15, 20 minute sauna session burns at least one hundred and thirty calories by all accounts, and usually more depending on your body size. So you know that that's an easier way too. People, you do you go run and do the the sauna 15, 20 minutes after you're done working out. You're burning that people, it has a lot of other health benefits of eliminating toxins and, you know, it increases your metabolism for a brief period. Little things like that, man, you know, going for a walk once a day, like having your day, you know, if you go through your day and then you plan out a walk later at night, it's like a 15, 20 minute walk. Little consistent habits like that are good for you mentally and physically and they add up and it gets you. Yeah. And it, cause we're too many of us are sitting on our asses too much, man. So it, it, it really, but it mentally too. You man, you're having a stressful day. You just put your phone away, put it in your pocket, and just go for a 20 minute walk. That it works wonders. So I know what you mean. I know what you mean too. But I, I would try that. And but my thing too, man, try to that, that that GTS go to sleep product. I really think that could really make a big difference for you. And because you man, you start getting to bed. A lot of people associate like getting up early. Like I used to be like this. Oh man, getting up early, that sucks. It sucked because we were tired because we'd go to bed late. It doesn't suck when we get the adequate sleep. And if we get six, seven, eight hours and you wake up at four or five or six o'clock and you're, you're wide awake and you feel good, you then start associating the morning with feeling good. And that's what, and that happened with me early on. And like when I learned about like the habits of successful people and, and like getting to bed at a good time and man, that, that's like where the, that's such, it makes such, it's a game changer for so many of us when we figure it out. If we can get to bed at the time that we actually want to get to bed, and like, and yeah. like, that's a huge difference between ten and three o'clock. If you got to get up at six or seven, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, I will definitely uh, buy that product. The go to sleep and the uh, 
the other one you mentioned. The shell shock weight management formula. But, but get your sleep on track first. That's going to be your number one priority because if you start getting proper sleep, you're going to have energy to do more things in your day. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you. And uh, uh, just a little off topic here. What do you think about Liver King? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't follow him. I don't, I don't, you know, he's, he's built a, a successful business, but he did it by lying to people, and, right. you know, and that's the, something I, I don't have any respect for that personally. Like I don't, I don't follow him. I had him blocked on, when I saw what was going on, this was years ago. I saw him, I go, I go, Oh, this isn't good. And it ended up not being good. And you know, it, it's, it, yeah, not to say that the products aren't aren't good at different things that they do, but it's just like uh, if you have to lie to people and then continue to lie to people, I, I just think that's not – I don't think that's the, the way to go personally. Yeah. I don't know how – right. I agree with you there. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try I'm gonna try what you said, and uh, I'll, I'll get back at you on this X basis uh, after I buy the product and let you know about it. Good deal, brother. And if you, today, the code, we have the mystery code going on. It's a huge deal. Use discount code MYSTERY8. Mystery in the number eight on there when you check out, and you're going to get a huge discount today with that. Oh, awesome, man. I'll, I'll definitely try that out then. All right, brother. Well, thank you very much and look forward to having you back on. All right, man. Thanks, Ryan. You're welcome, buddy. Take care. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you. Always good talking to good people. Shawnee in the house. We've got Santa Claus here. Bring it. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Welcome, Santa. How are you doing today? Santa, you got to turn that speaker on. Hello? Hello, how are you? Hey, Ryback, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. How's your day going? I'm good, man. Um, So I was wondering if you could speak regarding confidence and anxiety. Um, That's something that I kind of struggle with myself. And I was wondering if, like, you know, what, what are your experiences with it? If you had to overcome it, uh, any tips, I'd love to hear it. I, so, I, so I heard you say anxiety. What did you say before anxiety? I said confidence and oh, anxiety. Confidence and anxiety. Is that, so how old are you? I'm 28. I'm 28. <laughs> 28. How long have you, in the like, when have you always struggled with this, you say, with confidence? No, you know, I think, uh, like, since COVID started, I think that's when, like, my mental health dipped a little bit, you know? Um so, yeah, I just want to hear, like, if that's something that you ever had a struggle with and, like, were your experiences with it, you know? I just think the confidence comes so it, it, there's various reasons why people, some people just lack it their whole lives. Or I've always been very active and, and done well, like, in sports or things that did well in school. Like, I always applied myself um, and, and started into the quest of, like, self-development very early on in my life of kind of like wanting more and, and wanting to learn more and, and better myself. Um, I think, can you give me an example of something you're not confident in or like, like that would help as far as maybe I have something I could, it can relate to or try to. I mean, honestly, just like kind of like evaluating myself. It just, I guess it's just self-esteem, you know, not believing in myself as much as I should, you know, is that, is there a particular thing? Is it, is it, is that job wise, life wise, like, Lack of yeah, direction. Just, just, you, just, yeah, yeah. Everything. Everything. Honestly, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. would you do? You, do you currently work? Yeah. Yes. The, are you happy with everything you're doing there? I mean, 
you know, obviously I'm not too happy. You know, things could be better. Circumstances could be better. You know, finances could be better. Like everything yeah. could be better, you know. I think we... I, th- I think social media plays a really big part in with a lot of people as far as how they with self-esteem and how they feel with this. And we see, you know, I, I take it you're on social media, you're on Twitter. So you're, you are you on all the platforms or do you? I'm actually not. I'm actually okay. I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really low key on uh, social media. But you know what I think it is too, right back? I think just like the whole loneliness thing, you know, I think a lot of people struggle with it. And, Absolutely. you know, of course, like, how's that not going to affect you, you know? So, I, but yeah, it is, it is what it is. But I think a lot of that too, in with, with all this technology and a lot of people, it's not, it, it, it's good that you're not overly consumed with it, but a lot of people are. I do think things have changed. And I, I know this from, from just the last 10, 15 years of like dating wise, I feel like social media has changed both sexes as far as with men and women. As oh, far it's as like opposite now, I think it's reversed. <laughs> I think it's reversed now. It, it, it's just it, it's it's. I think it's more. It could be a lot more difficult. But I do because yeah. there's so many people like in everybody's consumed by it and they're looking for like more and more and more and more rather than and they're living or living on there and that's replacing you know if this didn't exist you know, we could, we'd be more prone to going out and meeting people because that was our contact. And like we humans need contact and everyone's different on their levels. The thing I would tell you though, to give you a direct answer on this, if I were you, and that was something I felt like I would do thing. I would try to put myself in a position to be around people as much as possible. And like, as far as activity wise, or to pick up a hobby, something that you enjoy on your spare time, you know, but, and I was telling the other guy, like going for walks daily things, whether it's going to a park or just walking around your neighborhood, but doing things. And again, and being active, if you're not working out, I highly recommend it. I think that is it. Let me ask you that. Are you working out? Yeah. I work out three to four times a day. I'm actually a big walker too. Okay. You know, great. I walk every day too. So, uh, but let me ask you this. So like, what about anxiety? So even like anxiety, you've never, like, you never, struggled with it or anything not that i can tell you though the one thing well are you a big caffeine drinker or no you know what i am and i just i just quit recently um so now i'm trying to go no caffeine and just changing some things around the so when and here's what i consuming too much caffeine is it it directly increases anxiety i know from when i because i i cut my caffeine consumption down whatever it was four months ago three and a half months ago and I eliminated, because I, I used to drink the coffee with my, I would take my pre-workout and I would have a couple coffees during the day. And it might, it put my totals like way too high. And, but they, they say 400 milligrams or less. And so you may be able to have some caffeine in your diet in, in that. And because it caffeine is good for us too. So I, it's, but it's, it's good to always be able to stop if you want to see if you could stop. And, but that is something to keep in mind that 400 milligram mark. Like if right. you, you know, something, if you can have caffeine, just keep it under that. But consuming too much caffeine does increase our anxiety, they say, with that. And I do notice that I am more calm now keeping my caffeine pretty much cut in half from what I was doing before right, on that. Right. Uh, but again, everybody has, there's things that, that increases with people depending, like just on, it could be genetics and just could be your life. But like it's good that you're active. You're doing things. You're doing the right things. It sounds like, but I, I think it, it's just a matter of. It kind of combines with like building your confidence, being around people. It kind of has like a 
uh, a spillover effect into other areas. You, it's like it's like if you picked up a hobby of like, hey, I'm going to go take a boxing class once a week or twice a week or it's several times a week. And like you have something to look forward to and you're around people and you start like something like just as simple as that or bowling league or anything. Right. Where, you know what I mean? It, that could be all that you're missing that put starts giving you some good momentum. Right back, but you know what it is like. Even the like the social anxiety, like I, I used to never have that, and then since COVID, like you know, we were all cooped in for a long yeah. time, and I could even tell like with that, you know, it's like I, now I'm having like some issues with that too, you know. So I think I'm also just a big overthinker, just naturally. No, and you know what, you're not wrong on that because I could tell you, and I, you know, I sometimes I have to like I put myself in positions and, and go out, and like I notice like too, but if I during like that, if I was working out at home for a good period of time. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to go to the gym. And I hadn't been to the gym in a couple of weeks or something. And it's like, yeah. and then it's a little weird. It kind of feel, it feels a little weird, like with people or if they come up, whatever. Cause it's like, and then, but then it goes away pretty quickly. Just keep going. I think it's one of those things you, you've just got to. Put, get, got to get out there. basically. Yeah. Right? So you've got to want the goal more than the fear. Like I tell, whatever that fear is, whether it's rejection, failure in life, you've got to want the goal. So like, the goal is you want to feel good, be happier, and you know you have to can't let this stuff and the, the what happened with all of this. You've got to just go like I'm gonna I'm not gonna be a little little B today. I'm gonna go do it. Like you've got it. Like you've got to do that to yourself. And I think that it's gonna go away pretty quickly if you can start consistently doing that. Right, right back. I really appreciate you taking my call. I hope we could we could talk again later. Thanks, Likewise, man. buddy. Just keep being active, man, and good luck. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I will say too, I do have, and I don't, but I don't think this, I have a, a good product also, Hope Spot Mood and Stress Support that is very good for anxiety as well. People, people love it from the feedmemore.com as well on that. But I think doing those things, like I never say like, and it's all natural herbs with that, but I think you just taking action is the biggest thing with all of that. Trump, someone says Trump 2024. Fake news, fake news. Excuse me, excuse me. Shawnee's here. Shawnee, the best. Shawnee. <laughs> that, that's impeccable, actually. <laughs> is, it, is it all right? <laughs> it's actually pretty good, bro. I, mean, I was getting ready to talk to Trump. I was so excited. I got all boned up over here. <laughs> uh, I can't. I just, I, 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 don't, I don't think you were here at the beginning of the show. I... I saw Jamie Foxx, who's who's unbelievably talented, doing the impersonation of him with Snoop Dogg. It was yes, on. Jamie is like he does everything, dude, man. He does. He's the most talented human probably on the planet overall. Oh my god, he he's actually the people don't know this, but he's the one that actually found Kanye. Um, he he was at a party. Um, and Kanye was at the same party as him, and uh, uh, I don't know something happened where uh, like. Uh, he got introduced to him and he's like, Oh, let's play the piano. And they were playing the piano and, and he, he saw Kanye play the piano and he's like, Holy crap. Like, this is crazy. So he's the one that actually found Kanye West and, wow. uh, and, and got him signed and stuff. It's crazy. When I found that out, I was blown away. He does everybody. He does though. Impersonation wise on top of just being an amazing actor and singer, everything like 
he's his his impersonations are like like if you close your eyes it it sounds just like it them. Sounds like them, yeah. You know who's good? Um, I forgot what his name is. He's a black guy, but he does them. He 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 literally does like Jay Z and yeah. And, uh, I've probably he, seen him. Man, there's a few. There's quite a few people that are beyond like. Like I literally break, like I was like I tried when I saw that I go I wonder if I could do a Trump impersonation I can't do all the words I can only do certain words so I can't do Rosie O'Donnell Rosie Fat Pig Oh. Yeah, you it know is. What I mean? But I, I would take him over anything right now. But I don't care. I, the world was so much better for the United States when he was president. I don't care. Oh, so much better. So everything much better, we didn't have Biden inflation. Everything my business like was so much better. <laughs> I beat the virus. I'm afraid, Shawnee, of what's gonna happen. Like, I'm terrified of what's gonna happen leading into the next election with what there was already going on. Like, you already oh, know man, interest rates already started going up again. Uh, they just they just announced, like uh, like I told you, I'm a mortgage guy, so uh, interest rates are already high. They they're even hiking them even higher now. Ugh. Yeah, we just got news. That it's almost like they're just going to wreck things as much as possible. Like, I, I'm worried. Like, I think riots, like all that, like, it scares me. It really does. Like, with. with yeah, I, 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 I'm I, not as worried as with that stuff because I think there's more good people than bad people in the world. And I think there is. I, I, I think that the good. Uh, a couple of years ago, I would have disagreed with myself, actually. Uh, my wife was the one that convinced me. Because uh, when I met her, I didn't. I don't really trust anybody. I'm not like a yeah. trust. I just like, think, it though, takes, it just doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot of bad, though, to do a lot of harm. Like you saw, like, remember, like all the riots, like with the last elections with everything of like, man, like they could wreck things pretty quickly. You know, you're right. You're right. But then you got to remember, like, it's kind of like you could compare it to your situation in a, in a, in a, in a boat, right? Like uh, how there's a, a, a few, a minority, but they're very loud, right? Yeah. And they, and they and they very loud, but there's a lot of people that actually love you, right? So, but they don't speak up. But when that, when it comes to a point where it may affect their life, that's when people start speaking up. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we haven't gotten to that point yet, yeah. I don't think. But yeah, even in New York City, man, this uh, this YouTuber, uh, you, you were saying yesterday, and I listened back, and I, I was kicking myself for not mentioning it, but you said, uh, like, when YouTubers are more famous than people on TV, and it's true. Yeah. Uh, there, there's this uh, streamer named Kai Sinet, uh, and he uh, he did a video. He gets, like, he's like Andrew Tate, like, numbers, like, five, like 200,000 people watching him on a live yeah. stream. Like, that is insane. That's, like, it's insane how many people are watching these people. And then uh, this guy, Kai Sinet, he came to New York, and he said, I, well, I'm, I'm going to give you guys uh, prizes at this mystery location and then he posted the location and uh, uh, way more kids came than he ever thought would ever come yep. and they started looting and and they had a whole thing in Times Square about it like videos came out um, but on a normal day that stuff doesn't happen right yeah. like you know un unless you're in california it's a little different you know yeah but from being in new york i'm telling you right now like that just doesn't like i don't see that 
those things happening. And I know people that are in Manhattan as well. So it's just, it makes it look like a different thing when it's on the news yeah. and it, and they make it seem so bad, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I feel like they do it to separate us. Oh, absolutely. It, yeah. It, it, if we were all like, with, especially with the racist stuff, like you know, I, it's just crazy to me how much they race bait and uh, they and all get do us it. to hate, and they and they try to get us to hate each other. And with some people, unfortunately, it works on both sides. Yeah. And uh, if we could just stick together, man, we would be powerful. But but that's what yeah, know. but that's what scares me on it though. But there's people that hate like that that like that that justify the things going on like there's no arguing the world we were much better off with when and this is not even taken in the person that we were things were unanimously better when trump was president than right now i think like but there's I people mean, that's not even that's not even a debate though but though like, but people you, but there are people that don't that. believe that though people there's people saying that that are so caught up in that that they think that no things were or, no it's been there are things are bad because of him it's like no i think people i think people just uh, they don't like to admit when they're wrong. Oh, no and, doubt. And, and even a lot of the people that voted for him are coming out and saying they regretted it. Um, but, you know, that, I think that's a thing where, like, hey, we're going to fight for our side, whether we win or we lose, yeah. whatever the case may be. You it, know? It, it, it's, and, it's scary. It's just what we need. I just look at the things, like, none of that matters. Like, the science, it's like, what, what the, the things we want somebody, like, I think for most people, the cost of things and being safe and, like, I don't know. We, we all are pretty similar in our needs of what we want. Like, I don't like having to pay twice as much for materials for my products is than, than I was, you know. Yeah, everybody's being affected by it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we got to look past, like, yeah. we need things. It's like, it's, it hurts everybody. When, when things are like the way that they are, it hurts everybody. Whether you're being yeah, hurt. percent. So... But yeah, the fact that police have uh like there's just some things like I'm a big uh a cop a guy like I love I love the, the police like I think that the 99 percent of them are good people. But I agree. There's that one percent, just like in every profession, that are shitheads. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they, uh, you know, unfortunately, we live in a, you know in a day and age where those uh things are highlighted. Like the news is just bad news. I stopped watching the news years ago. Dude, same. It's I, not I, worth it. It's just all. No, my, I'm so positive, big guy, that if I watched the news, it would change my whole personality in an instant because it would make me feel like, 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 and I, 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 I like I conquer that obviously, but like every day I wake up, I'm happy. I'm happy because I'm grateful. Yeah, that's what I do. I live, but you live in the real world as much as possible. Like I, that's what I just do. I, I do my stuff and I try to stay away from all the other stuff because it doesn't, it doesn't serve us to get caught up in it. It's yes. Just, like it doesn't really, unless it's affecting us, you know, yeah. like really it's hard, but I hate to say it, but if it doesn't affect us personally, don't let it bother you. Yeah. You know, my dad's 65 years old. He's listening to right wing radio and he gets all worked up about, you know, the leftists and all this. And I'm like, dad, why do you care? Like, yeah. who cares? Like, and, and like, who cares? Like people are going to be people no matter what, no matter what, you that's know? what I'm saying. Like, unless it's something where we're going to, if it's serious enough, we're going to find out anyways with it and like exactly. but like my thing is is like we're better off like it's like the people that argue all day long and like just being miserable it's like can you imagine how good if you just lived your life and did things you enjoyed or went and helped people went and helped feed yes. people for like a few hours like you we literally are in control of how good we could feel every day one day at a time and like people are just choosing to waste this energy in a negative harmful way or like if you're just consuming news and hearing all these horrible stories around the world yeah because that's what they're focusing on there's all this good stuff happening too 
but it's like yes. we it's up to us what we choose to consume but like so many people have just gone down that rabbit hole and are stuck i feel like but that's them they yeah can't. I just want to speak on uh, what uh, Santa Claus had to say too um, about being, you know, having anxiety and being depressed. Like, uh, like I totally get where he's coming from. I like, it's tough to, to not feel that way, but I think it's important to have goals. Mm -hmm. I think goals is a real big one um, because it gives you something to live for and it gives you something to look forward to. Once a, once a human being does not have goals, then their life becomes pointless. You and know? That's, you're right. And he said, even mentioned the loneliness thing. But I think like that's the companionship. Like we live in a day and age like too. Like if you start putting yourself in positions and like your mindset too, like I'm going to meet a good person. I'm going to meet a good woman or whoever, like I'm going to meet the right one. And you're putting yourself in positions of going out and like you eventually could hopefully attract that or start, you know what I mean? Or, or yes. go, being yes. around people like, like, cause a lot of people too, like I've always just been internally motivated no matter what I've had, but like, it does help if you have other factors in there. Like some people need to have a significant others. Some people need to have kids before they get motivated. Like yeah, it, it's, that's true. Yeah. There, there's yeah. levels to all of this. There's just some, like, I just think I, no matter what, I'm always motivated with it. But like there's, yeah. that can be increased with other things. If you meet the yeah, love of your life you're, and like, right. you want right. to protect yeah. them or you like you've got to have that internal hunger. And that's what, if you don't have that with the way that the world is set up with all of this and social media and like, and, and with, with money as oxygen, you need it to breathe to a certain degree. Like it can be, become very stressful and anxiety filled with that. So. So I'll tell you a good story about that. Um, so uh, in my in my profession, uh, we get paid on commission, right? Like I told you, we don't yep. close loans. We don't get paid, right? And there's some months I close zero loans, right? You know, it just happens um, sometimes. And uh, uh, for example, like when you're a new loan officer, the first thing they do is they tell you to go out and get, get bills. Like go get a car, go get so you have bills and you're not comfortable. Yeah. Because when you have bills, it makes you want to, Get hungry because you know you have to pay them yep. exactly so like they would literally make the guys go out and get bills in their name and like get a 500 dollars car and 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 not because they're stupid but because they want they need that to get them going right yeah. you know and, and that's what you, you said you know spot on it's the power of being um, hungry yeah and about meeting like about social anxiety so my grandmother she suffered from agoraphobia i don't know if you know what that is i don't guy. Uh, so agoraphobia is the, is being afraid to interact with people and go outside. It's it's basically to be afraid of like. I feel like a lot of people have that now, like with social I, media. I do, but she had it. But she, she would let my grand. She was so scared to go outside that she would let my grandfather go to weddings by himself. Oh my like god! My oh, so she was very okay. Yeah, she was like way before this. Yeah, like, yeah. The sweetest, kindest, like she, she, before she met my poppy, she was going to become a nun. And my poppy came back from the war and he actually got her to drop out of being a nun. That's how G he was. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so she always was very like, go, she always went to church and very holy. And I bet she you just, she's a hell of a cook too. She was. She passed away, oh, unfortunately. I'm but, sorry. No, it's okay. But she was a hell of a cook. She, we would go over and she would have, uh, red sauce and meatballs in a frozen pot like ready to go oh yeah because she would cook them the day before the whole day oh you know? yeah, that's what i'm saying it's she was inside a lot so that's what like you got to fill yes. that time yeah and she would literally watch nothing but uh like uh like prayer channels right like yeah. that, that she devoted everything after my wow. grandmother died so long story short she goes uh like um 
What was I talking about, big guy? I lost my mom. The, the fear, her, the uh, uh, growth. Oh, her fear. So, so she has this fear of like going out. Now, uh, when my dad retired, she lived with us. So when my dad retired. I never saw my dad have that in him. My dad always went out. He always partied and, and never was scared. But as he stayed home longer and longer, I saw that agoraphobia in him. Like he wouldn't want to go to events. Yeah. And sometimes I see it in me. So what I tell people is like, guys, remember, you're going to be there for an hour, two hours. You're going to see somebody in the supermarket that you're never going to see again. Don't let it fear you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't let that get to you. Most people we see, we never see again. <laughs> yeah, no, that it's very true. You know, that's how I used to get myself to talk to women because, like, I would be like, "Hey, if I if she tells me no, who gives a crap? I'll just walk away like a gentleman, and there'll be two billion more women I could talk." That's to. the thing, but that's where I try to tell people: you've got to want the goal more than the fear. And like, once you can truly, I'm telling you, I remind myself of this all the time. It changes everything because, like, all you need is one. It doesn't matter if a thousand women tell you no. All you need is that one to say, yeah. So like yes. eventually, like it's so, but like it, eventually it just turns into something where you just get like, but you build confidence. Like it's like you then become immune and to that's the. That's what no I was going to ask you, big guy. So I've always been confident in myself. What, what, what do you feel like you gain your confidence from? My mindset though, of like, well, I think there's multiple things. I think when you do things and you're good at something, I think it, it comes in many different ways. Like, I think for me, like to where I am now was the, the self-development books on, on the mindset and the positivity and then and, 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 and the ability to take action. And then you just start getting this confidence. You, you become, when you start putting yourself in positions and just doing things, you then you, you lose your feel of fear of failure just starts going away because you realize that failure is just failure. It doesn't matter. You exactly. Just, you just keep going. And then, and then eventually you get what you want or like, or you're a lot, you're much better off than you were if you didn't. So it's like getting over that hurdle of that. And then once you do that, it's like now with everything, I know what I need to do. Like, I just have to get healthy. Like on that getting healthy, nobody could stop what's coming if I get healthy with it, like with it. And I don't care like what people think on the lies. I just, I don't let that stop me from the work I got to do because I know yep. the truth and I've been through so much already with it. Like, so it just, I'd have the experience. And like, once you get that, you just got to put yourself in positions to do things. That's why I tell people, go join a thing, go start doing things, get active because call like yeah. confidence working out. If you're not working out, go work out, start training you. That confidence you get from working out is going to allow you to go do other things with it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and I was surprised when, uh, when, uh, Santa Claus said that he, uh, I don't know his real name, but I saw that his name was Santa Claus. So no, that's why I, I'm popping every time. Somebody also has labeled you. <laughs> By the way, your nickname is now the Big Sausage. <laughs> Somebody in the chat says, the Big Sausage is here, Shawnee. And I just, I, the, that is now your new nickname for the show, the Big Sausage. We should just, God, just do that. I'm going to just Eddie Kingston on the show and just put it, label it as that. Clickbait people in here. Me and Eddie from the Bronx, we've been, we, we go way back. <laughs> Man, I, I don't realize how Brooklyn I sound until I, I hear my voice on something. And then I realize, I'm like, damn, man, I really do sound like that, you know? Shawnee, let me ask you this. I saw something that, one, two things. I saw the uh, Impact Wrestling figure deal fell through yes. it. That, but they're going to they're, they're gonna renegotiate. They're looking for another company. So that's good news on that end. 
With okay, the- so I'll tell you what happened with that big guy. So great, great topic. So what happened with that was Asylum is only the distributor. So they blamed it on Asylum for the toys, but it's really Epic Toys that makes the toys. Okay. So for example, Epic Toys used to be Cella Toys, okay? Epic bought Cella. So Epi- Epic Toys is the one that actually manufactures the toys, okay? They make it and they distribute it. The Asylum is the store that distributes the toys. So they have nothing to do with making it. So when Impact came out yesterday, the toy community went nuts because they're blaming the Asylum when it's really Epic Toys. Did so? Did, did Impact mess that up, or did the dirt, dirt sheets, or who messed it? Was no, it? So Impact messed it up. Okay. Impact totally blew it yesterday, and people were going crazy about it, like in the figure community. And they have have they know? have they put out a statement correcting it yet, saying it was they that? Ha- they haven't yet, but Asylum put out a statement uh, uh, stating the truth, like. And I knew from being in the figure game, a lot of people aren't, obviously. Yeah. So I'm trying to explain it the best way I can. But I knew from being in the figure game that they were just a distributor. So when I saw that, I was like, why are they blaming them for the fakes? Not because uh, they said it wasn't going to be done in time or something. Or I wonder. Uh, so what? I wonder what happened. So something happened with with Epic then, for sure. Something happened for sure with Epic, or the toys weren't up to their standards. So I, I saw that. That is what I was. So they, they probably the figures probably didn't look that good. Is what I'm taking. Maybe maybe that's what it is. But Myers came out and said on the podcast that he he couldn't say what happened, but he just wants everybody to know that he's going to come out with looking like the white knight of the situation. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he what, what happened is he probably went in there took control of what's going on and then found the toy company to finish it in time. So that's my guess of okay. as, as to what's happening right now. I you hope know, they get so. it done and get it good, man. That that will be good for them and everybody there if they can get oh, it. Oh, man, it's huge like to have an Impact figure line, you know? Yeah. Like it's, uh, man, people don't realize how big Impact is. Like, the, Impact is a really great wrestling with really great talent, man. But, like, the merchant stuff is, is such a big part of that for the company to make money. Like I want the better that kind of stuff does, the better deals that talent can get. Like if they, if a company has is is producing revenue, and you know, say that, but their ticket sales are kind of down, or they're breaking even on ticket sales, or whatever the case may be, but they're they're profitable on their merchandise and they're profitable in some other areas. Like like then it overall, they're it out. It, they're yes. a profitable company, and they like that. But that allows for more opportunities. That allows them to get better people. That allows them to keep expanding. With it, like you need, I, I think merch is one thousand percent necessary for a wrestling company. Like, especially if you're on have TV exposure, like, and they had all that prior, and then they lost it with everything, and like, they, but they've then changed ownership, and like, but now I feel like they're they're kind of working their way back up again. So, yeah, for sure. I mean, they're definitely they're in the upper echelon when you talk when you think about. Uh, well, it's like, WWE, you know, AEW, Impact is is clearly Impact is third. Yeah, third, yeah. absolutely. So yeah, and then. People would say like GCW would be up there, but uh, you know I don't really. I I I think that it's great that Matt went to GCW and made it what it is, um, and I think there's great talent there. But as far as the the, the ownership, I don't think is is good. You know, so yeah, uh, that guy Brett Lauderdale seems a little fishy to me. I don't know. But, I don't know, uh, and I have no nothing about any of that, so I don't. Yeah, it, yeah. But so I mean, that's, and, and, and there's you can have an independent promotion and, and make and be profitable on it. Oh yeah, they're making a killing. Yeah, though. and do that. But I think they're I'm just talking about like as far as like having TV deals and and like being like 
there's there's a WWE, AEW, and, and Impact are the yeah, three that yeah, are yeah. as far as on that stage. And, and there's gap, huge gaps between those even in certain areas. Well, AEW so. was even letting the, the talent. Like, that's what's one thing good about uh, Tony Khan that I like about him is that he lets the wrestlers go do other ventures, yeah. you know? And that's, like, very odd, like, to let your talent go ahead and go do those things. Like, I'm talking about not even, like, little things. Like, I'm talking about uh, John Moxley having a death match with Nick Gage. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I feel like, like they, they've cut back on that a little bit, but they still are allowing it. Well, it, I mean, it's because it, you want to protect your investment. If you've got guys going out and doing other dates at shows, and they go get they injured, stop it, actually, big guy, they put an end to their uh, letting people wrestle in GCW. Yeah, so, so they it, did that a couple months ago. Yeah, it know? makes sense, and I don't blame them one bit for that. Like, it's because you want to protect. If you're the one spending, if you got a guy, you're you're paying him millions of dollars already, and then and they go out, or or you're paying him high six figures, and like. And they go out and like blow out their knee or, or something, you know. Uh, and not the, even wrestling for you, right? Not, yeah, wrestling not even wrestling terrible. for you. Now, now, but you're now you're losing money, or as far as like yeah. you're not making. So it doesn't, you know. It's just it, it's just increasing the odds. Like I don't know, or like they're no, beat I, up I, and they I come agree. to you're right. they're you're beat right. up and they, yeah. they come to TV that week and they're not really they're not all there. It's, Whatever the case may be. Look at the Mets this year. The Mets had we have one of the best closures in the league, right? Um, and Edwin Diaz, and he got hurt uh, 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 pitching in the World uh, Classic, the World Baseball yeah. Classic. So we had lost him before the season when before he even got a chance to play, and he's getting paid, you know, $15 million a year, and if not more. Let me ask you, since you just brought up baseball, this was the other thing I was going to ask you. I saw on Twitter earlier today, and I want to see what you think about this. What do you think is the, it was the topic of, what do you think about Mark McGuire being in the Hall of Fame? And, and, and him, like, with Clemens, Sosa, that whole that whole steroid era with the guys, Barry Bonds and other. Like, I grew up – that's when baseball was at its biggest to me. It with, was the best. I, I would put them all in the – I would put – and I would put Pete Rose in as well. Same. Uh, I would put every single one of them in there. They they not only brought baseball back to where it was after the – after uh, people forget, like, they went on strike. Yeah, it was year. bad. And – it completely ruined baseball. Ruined baseball. Yeah. Like people don't understand. Like empty the stadiums were, the, were empty. Like oh it, my god, it was terrible. Yeah, I lived. I, that's when I was watching games nonstop, man. Yeah, you. I was only like four years old when it happened. You were older, you know, in your teenagers, right? Yeah, so yeah. You, were, you remember it way better than me. But like, just I remember watching. I, I we I went to a Mets game one time, big guy, and my dad he used to show his badge and give the guy a hundred bucks, and we used to get empty seats in the field. Level. Oh, and man. one time my dad did it and it, we were facing um i'll never forget this game in my life because uh mark, mark we were facing st louis and mark mcguire was playing first base he had the biggest forearms i've ever seen bro same i've seen him life. in person too when i was a kid and i said the same thing he's the Dude, reason why right? i started doing hand grips <laughs> like i do hand grips to this day i, I became obsessed the with them why i go in the bathroom three times <laughs> <laughs> he was, but I wanted to say though, because everyone gets on that whole, the whole thing of like the, the, the steroid and I'm completely against all of that, but for baseball, I, those guys, yeah. one, the guys like just say, say Bonds, McGuire and Bonds and McGuire, those two were, were, were 
awesome before they ever ever went Bunch that was uh, literally an all-star yeah like he would have been great but i think like, they i don't uh, think it helped their performance in baseball like it does other things i think it, it can it, it maybe can help bulk them up maybe it gives them a little confidence but that's it such, gives them an extra like let's say if you have warning track power yeah i think it boosts it to home run power but it I doesn't but the hand-eye coordination and the speed factor that's all there that's all there yeah, yeah. yeah. i think though yeah. like for i so i think for specific Specific players, it might like maybe for Sammy Sosa, it made a bigger difference. I don't know. Like, like A Rod, like A Rod, you think he needed steroids? Absolutely no. not. And that's the where I, was I a monster. but the other thing is, in that during that era, things were, I'm telling you, and none of those guys I think got not, like came out and admitted it or anything, so they, they can't prove it with them. That's that, that's what it was. And yeah, and also, though, there were so many other guys doing it that it went under the radar. Like it was yeah, that that kind of stuff. That was that era was filled with it from play, every team. And now you're going to have the guys that that are going to go. No, I'm not getting involved in that. But I guarantee exactly. you that whole era was filled with people doing it. Pitchers, oh everything. My God, I would bet eighty percent plus. Did it, it, I, it's going to be yeah. I, I just it will be people would be shocked because I just know how athletes and competitors are. It, that stuff that stuff word gets around. Everybody's hopping on that board. That 100%, thing. And so, 100%. I, yeah, I just think it's silly to label those guys who you can't even prove, by the way, with it. I just think it's there. I just think you look at it and go, look, they had a huge impact on the game. McGuire had 49 home runs before he ever touched the stuff anyway. Like, yeah. And, and I don't yeah. think for baseball specifically, especially too, if you've got, it's like football guys, everyone's taking stuff in that in football within, and they have their, they allow for higher levels with testosterone and human growth hormone so that they can recover. And like, it's, they, they, they raise the bar for them for like on a performance standpoint and recovery standpoint, like where most people are doing it. It's like in, in that for baseball though, I think that era was filled with people doing it, but I don't think it has this. It makes that big of a difference for that specific sport that it does in other things. Like, yeah, I just think that most of them were doing it, and they all were on a. Most yeah. of them were on a player. Uh, but McGuire was huge field. prior, though. McGuire was always a big he, guy. Like he is. He a, was big, but he wasn't like like how Bonds' his head got swollen. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that big of a, uh, you know. And and remember, like I, I think Sammy was. Uh, he he corked his bat, Sammy. Yeah, that was Sammy got caught with cork in the bat. Sammy and that, got so- bat got. Corking his, his bat, but uh, I don't, you know, I never remember hearing Sammy. I heard it was a white cork. I heard it was a white cork. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the white cork. <laughs> when guys like Griffey, who I believe, and and, yeah. and people say Piazza did it. I don't believe Piazza did it. They, they, um, they, they and, never really changed. But the thing is, if they did, they didn't do it for very long. He Like, that, no. that, like if they did, they might have tried it and be like, I'm not, this isn't worth it. Or like, I agree. I think uh, if you look at Piazza's, the way that he swung, he was all upper body. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't even move his legs. Like, that's how powerful he was. Yeah. And I've seen him hit some of the fastest home runs. Like, I, as I mean, like, how fast it went out of the park. Bro, he used to hit those drive. those liners out. Like, he was. Oh, my God. And he had one of the best opposite field hitters in the, like. Oh, easily. Yeah. That's and what I always, I never understood. Like, when they, my dad used to always tell me, he's like, 
catchers. That's why Piazza was is one of my all time favorite players. I had his poster up in my room. It's still up at my my dad's house. Uh, actually, wow, that's, that's freaking he, uh, I always, cause he was with the Dodgers prior and my dad was a Dodgers yes. guy, him yes. and Eric Karros. We used to always go, we, Eric multiple, Karros. Yeah, he was great. him, yeah. Raul Mondesi. Like that was when we, we'd go to Dodger games when I was oh, playing. Raul Mondesi had a cannon. Bro, bro, dude, I saw all those guys multiple times and like, but Piazza, he always though, like, I never understood at the time, like my dad, like he goes, it's more impressive what he does. He goes, because of a catcher, it takes a toll on your body and beats up your legs. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I never, you, but as a kid, you don't really understand that because I never played catcher. It was the only position I ever played. So like, I, I, I remember I always knew that, but I didn't really understand. But like, it's so impressive when you look at how good he was for how long, like with that, with the, the fact that he still was one of the, he was a premier power hitter for the yep. good part of his career. He wasn't the, the top one, but for that position, the all time, is he, is he, do you think he's considered yes. the greatest ca- hitting catcher? Uh, yes, he is. Yeah. For sure, yeah, yeah. There's some up there that were close, but for your, I mean, you just can't put anybody in that level. Like he was just unreal. He has. Does he right. do? He has a car dealerships back there, doesn't he? Uh, so his dad owns the car dealerships. Uh, he actually lives in. Uh, I believe he lives in Italy. Um, really? So, uh, yeah, yeah. He he married like an Italian supermodel. Oh, he's you know? doing. Oh, he's living life. Yeah, he's having, <laughs> he's having the, I remember that, you know, listen, I remember rumors of him being gay and stuff. Like, uh, man, people made up the crazy. The, when when you have that much going for you, people just make up anything to try to, like. Anything, anything, yeah. But I, him, Karos, and Mondesi were in the, caught in the L.A. bathhouses. Yeah, you know what was one guy that always was slept on, big guy? John Olerud. Remember he used to wear the helmet on the Yes. Field? Yes. Yes. He he had a brain injury uh, in the, uh, earlier in his career, and they said if he ever got hit in the head a certain way, he could die. Yeah. So he wore a baseball helmet while playing first base. I but for- he was one of the best hitters I've ever seen. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, man, I haven't heard that name in so long. Yep, John Olerud. Yeah, he was a Met for a while, and he was a, a Blue Jay. He was very good, man. But those very are all the guys good. I grew up watching as a kid. And, like, dude, Griffey, too. I used to, like, I loved Seattle. Him, Jay Buhner, and uh, oh my God, that's Seattle Edgar, Edgar Martinez. Like, that was, like, oh all God. the Griffey, the baseball games. Me and my buddy, we'd play them all the time. The Ken Griffey Jr. baseball. Yep, yep. I used to, in, yep. in Vegas, Seattle was always on in Vegas. They always, like, that period where the Mariners, with, with, with Buhner and, and Griffey, they were on TV multiple times a week. Every week during the summer, and I man, I had fond memories. A Rod, and A Rod, yeah, yeah, and just like all that, A Rod came along. It was like that was the thing with that, and I would just remember watching whole games as a kid in the summer, and like them and the Cubs. Cubs were always on, and Harry Carey Johnson. Randy Johnson was a pitcher for them as well at the same time. The big unit and that that team was, bro. Wow, unreal, dude. It's but like that's the like when I think of baseball to me, it's like that doesn't feel like that long ago. But like I, I still feel like those guys. I was like, time is like it's like so long ago. It's over with. But like yes, I, I know, I know, I know what you mean, big guy. I know what you mean. But like sometimes, like when I think of baseball, I'm watching. I'm like, it's all new people. It's like, and then those people aren't even part of the game anymore. A lot of them, like some of them, like McGuire was coaching for a little bit, and then now I don't think he's even. I don't know if he's with anyone right now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm he not was. Sure. He I, was with the Padres. He was the hitting coach for a while with the yes. Padres. Yes, I remember him being a hitting coach. I just don't know if he's still doing yeah. it or not. Yeah, but those guys all bounce around. Like my uncle, because my uncle Randy St. Clair pitched up there. I looked up a picture of him, brother. He looks just like you. It's He's the just a thinner version. It's crazy, right? Yo, my, it's insane. I, like, I can tell you were related to him right away. My like, mom's right family, away. I've got a very, 
strong characteristics. It's crazy. I have strong characteristics from both sides, but you could really see it. If you put me by pictures of different family members, you could really see it. Like, and we all, my yeah. mom's side has a specific look that I, I, I consider it the good looking gene that I, I'm happy <laughs> that I could contribute my success with women to my mom's side. <laughs> His name is uh, Randy St. Clair. Yeah, right? guys, yeah, Randy St. Clair, if you want to go. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to Google him. You'll see. It, I swear to God, it's a skinny version of the big guy. Yeah, that's what I would look like if I just never got into lifting weights and, like, I just stayed, like, playing. Like, if I just would have just been, like, a, a tax accountant or, or just. 100%. If you had a normal job, that's what you would Like, if I just said I'm going to lose 100 pounds and grow my hair out, I would look not like that anymore, but, like, I, I close to that. Yeah, no, I do. I love it. It's good. I, I'm reliving childhood. I, I don't care, Shawnee. We talk about what we want to talk about on here when know, we're on. I, know, I, I get know, the other I people on when I give them a chance. They, they I can... know. That guy, Derek, make sure you get him on because I know he wants to get on. I don't want to take all his time away. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to wrap up today's show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What's your plans for today, big guy? Anything good? Got to train right after this, and then a lot of work on the shoulder, dude. I'm, I've gotten the scar tissue. I broke up a lot yesterday on my tricep. That's that that was giving me problems. This other area where my rear delt and tricep are connected, and uh, like I, my, I feel really good today. So I'm. Uh, wow, that's great. It's man. just dude. It, it's literally Groundhog's Day of like business. I get up early. Got up at five this morning, and like. I get all my business done early. I got to take two calls later for the supplements on a couple things. And then after that, it's working on the shoulder and then just like, just the same deal, man. It's like, it's like hours. Yesterday I probably spent four and a half hours off and on of on the shoulder and like, but it's do you like, start like when you wake up, like, like, do you like have a routine where yeah. you like stretch your shoulders? No, no, not nothing as far as just the get up and get everything going, get, get the dogs out, go water the, the, the trees that don't are, are part of the water line. I do that Got in the it. dark out in the morning and then uh, get all the water line, feed the birds, get the dogs, Got their it. food, cook my meal, get everything ready and then sit down and then, and work for a few hours on the supplements, emails, do some social media stuff on that. And then. And then take the dogs for their walk, get ready, and then get my little carb meal in, then knock out the show for the day, which usually just takes about a couple hours by the time everything's all said and done with all that and making sure it all goes out. And then then from there, eat, protein shake, train, and then sauna, shower, eat, and then I do, my, I do work for probably a couple more hours and then shoulder for a good part of the rest of the day. Like, like I'm, I'm talking hours of lying on a golf ball off and on, like... That's crazy, bro. It's, 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 when you it's, listen to music or something? Like, no, what do you do? I like, just, I roll and then I, I, I'll i pop on my phone and keep rolling. Like, I'll just take breaks and keep going. Wow. Like, I have to, I'm obsessed. I can't, I've gotten this far. All I think about is, like, everything that's gone on. And, like, I yeah. just keep myself, like, every day I go, just keep getting better, keep getting better, and just stay yeah. positive. I go, because, like, I was so bad, you have to remember, and none of you actually, I was so bad, though, that I never, and I didn't know how long this was going to take, and I'm so close, so it's like, I can't stop. I'm like, I have to get this. Like you progress so far that you're like, I can't let it go back. Yeah. And then when I like just the negative point, things, yeah. it's like too like the hate online, you know, like, and, you know, when I even like I take Twitter off my phone, but I put it on and like, I have like, I, so here's another thing you guys don't know. Twitter doesn't show me my post that you guys leave me. I have to search my name to see if anybody tweets me. They've done this what? on purpose so that I have to see the hate that way. If I didn't, I, if I have to search my, they started this. I've been telling people, 
they won't show me. They have my account like where post you guys, if you tweet me, it doesn't show up on my feed on my thing. I only I have to go search my name to see that people that are tweeting me. This is how like so you have to search your name and click on your profile. I have to search my name and then I could see all the posts where people mention me. Even if you have at Ryback on it, it doesn't show up on my page. 99% of the time I have to see it in the search. The problem with that is, is though I also have to see all the other BS of people that talk trash with I it. See. And so, I but see. it's being I done, see. it's being done on purpose because it's making me have to see, be exposed to the hate on there. And then I go, that, that's where I go, just block, keep going, block, keep going. But it's like, it's just crazy. Like that stuff is oh, so motivating to me. Cause I just see people that like just spewing out lies and like regurgitating things. And I just see that man and brother, it just, mo I just go, just keep going. You're going to like, just keep going. Like you just get healthy. They're not going to yeah. stop anything. Yeah. So it's like, it, but like, it's just, it's crazy the way all of this, like Twitter just by the way too, they just got back, dude, they, they closed another case. They refused That's to answer crazy, any questions. Man. They, they just said that I'm being, um, being, uh, what's the word suppressed because of whether it's negative behavior or breaking their rules, they won't tell me what I've done though. Big guy, I swear to God, I swear to God, I'll even pay for myself. I will fly over with you to to the headquarters of X and me and you will just go shirtless outside. with Brother, you. I'm, I'm all for going down there. If you want to, I, before the stalker thing happened, I wanted to go do this. I think it would be, there's nothing better. Than the, I need you to go down so you could watch my car when I go in. Otherwise, we're gonna have a drug addict. My 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 Dodge is gonna be be, be long gone, filled what, what with. About if we bring the Ultima, right? There's, there's Ultima we'll go. We're gonna have to hit the rental car policy, get that extra insurance, and tell them we're going somebody else, and we'll we'll take a drive from here to San Francisco. Brother, we'll paint X's on our bodies and go shirtless yes, on there. Bro, it would go <clears> viral. I'm, I'm sure. If me and you showed up and just said we're here to meet with, I I think I should be in a suit. I think you should be with the shirt off with the X. That's fine. That's fine. And That's fine. and maybe in, in, with two like maybe have your nipples pierced with syringes so you fit in with that. <laughs> I don't know if I can do the nipple piercings. I don't know. They're kind of sensitive, big guy. You know what I'm and, saying? Or I'll, I'll go. We'll go. We'll go. We'll swing by Home Depot. I'll go grab a kitchen sink like Elon made that post when he was taking out the sink. And like we'll try to like get on his good side and try to get a meeting and bring the sink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll, 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 then they'll tell me, "No, we're sorry, Elon's in uh, Brazil training for his big fight with Zuckerberg, training Brazilian jiu-jitsu with the Gracie family for the week." Sweet. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, is Linda here? Yeah, you're not allowed in. And then we'll just get it. We'll just do a we'll do a food video with some of the homeless people doing drugs. <laughs> That would be uh, incredible, man. But, uh, all right, big guy. I love talking to you, man. I hope you have a great day. And uh, uh, shout out to Jay George. He's what he's listening. He's JG in here. He's an independent wrestler. Oh, good. I see him. Um, good deal. Yeah, he's uh, he he actually tra trained a cap with Myers, and uh, he's really good. That big guy. If you get a chance, oh, I believe it. Chance. Sweet. Yeah, but have a great day, big you guy. too, brother. Thank Bye. you as always. Shawnee, ladies and gentlemen, the big sausage. The big sausage. That I can't do that one as good. Not as good as an impersonation on that. We have to practice the big sausage Trump impersonation. Uh, let me get, let me, I missed some super chats here while we were talking, guys. Don't worry. The big guy always gets back to his super chats. Let's all just, let's all just work. We'll all just work out. Let's all just relax. Sometimes the chat gets a little upset. 
Uh, man, there's a lot of... Uh, Give me one second. We're scrolling up. Okay, Super Chat. Rex Gardner, Biden and Trump are both terrible. Conservatives are in a state of constant fear. A lot of left-wingers pretend to care about what they preach, but don't. All right, moving on. Again, everything in this country was better when Trump was president. That can't be debated. Costs were down on everything. Businesses were not nearly as expensive to run. Shipping costs were down. My shipping, I have to pay. I pay $5 more. We've had to raise the price $5 on shipping. And I've got to probably raise it again soon because we're once again losing money on shipping because shipping rates keep going up. Just the little things you guys don't understand. I probably got to raise my prices again soon too with it. And that gets just because I'm getting charged more for everything. Michael Rocco says, thank you for the super chat. Rhonda was such a mega star. How come... How, how come that care didn't translate the way Brock did? She left and no one cared, I felt like. There's no pop. I think she did absolutely fantastic. I think she she I think a lot of people cared. She has a massive fan base with it. You might in particularly didn't didn't care for that, maybe maybe for certain things, but it all it also that she was featured uh heavily for a good part of it and maybe the i could say it, it she probably even though they, they've shifted the focus of like how people have been used a little bit here the last like couple years even the way brock has been used has been adjusted i think for the better but from compared to he how dominant he was how he was booked prior but they did that so he could work with more people they have to they had to adjust because the roster they don't have as many believable people up there that he he can keep working with, and they and they I think they found too that the way they were using him wasn't beneficial to the roster overall with it, and and they needed to, to make some adjustments. You know, maybe same thing with Ronda. They they wrestling. I think in this, I tell you too, even with me, and I had many conversations with Vince, and they 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 that dominant character. Vince has a fear, and I think they know because it's going to get really over. They try to control things, and then like they they just don't. If you can, it just sucks for people that could play that character really well. It's it's not, it, but you've got to just see what other characters you could play and, and and have as much success in doing that. But those characters can become insanely popular within in wrestling and all, and that's why UFC the people that you get that Conor McGregor if you can get go on that run, and then you and just whatever, you know, you just they they try to wrestling though they want to control that run a lot more. But Ronda is fantastic, and I think she's incredibly popular and has done amazing with that. I think again, you guys get caught up. I think she's she's massively loved. She lives her life. She's everyone that I know, and we follow each other. Me and her, and her husband Travis Brown. He's a great guy, and uh, like I just think they, you guys all are just consumed and caught up in the hate, and it's just like these people are good people, man. And I remember meeting her before. She was very nice, very sweet, and like just. I just think it, none of us, it's just you guys read hate from these people that are mentally ill, and then you guys spew out the hate, a lot of you, on um, things. And none of us want to be around that. And you guys get blocked, and then you guys, oh, they can't handle criticism. or the, No, it's we don't. We can handle criticism from people we care and respect. We don't care and respect the opinions of people that can't do this, that don't know us, that are taking lies and trying to come at us with lies. But you guys, oh, we know the truth. You don't. None of you do on any of it. There's so many of you, I tell you the truth on something and you're going to go believe a hundred other people that have never met me, that don't know me over people that have met me, that have experience with me, that know me 
on me that that has lived it. And it's crazy. And you guys do it to everybody with that. So <clears throat> but she's awesome. She did amazing. She had a, a very successful run two to different times. Other people there loved working with her. And, and, and there's going to be people that always don't like working with you different things because there's jealousy and insecurity. She's a badass, man. And then she's, she's had a successful UFC career and had a very successful WWE career. And I'm sure she'll go back when she wants to go back and do something else. So. You imagine a Ryback and Ronda Rousey tag team just coming in there, just destroying tag team champions, just getting let, just letting us just unscripted promos. Oh, I would be the most beautiful thing ever. You guys would, oh, the, the little dirt sheet people, oh, they would lose their, lose their minds. Ah, uh, thank you for saying I was you and your wife's favorite. Thank you. Thank you. Super chat here. Super sticker. Thank you very much. Big boss HD. I always appreciate the super chats and stickers guys. All right, let's take another, what time are we at? We can take another caller or two here. Hello, welcome to the Ryback Show. We've got to wait for How you doing? Hey, hi, Ryan. Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Thanks. Uh, right back. My question is, we all know you're a wrestler and wrestling lifetime is lit. You're now in a good shape and you can wrestling minimum 10 years from now. But uh, my question is, if returning to WWE, you know, not going to happen or many problems I know you have in your way to return, uh, do you have any backup plan to join another company, you know, we all love to see you in wrestling, you know, your fan love you, loves you, miss you. So do you have any backup plan to going into the company and wrestling on that if WWE not happening? That's my question. Well, they're not happening. That There's nothing that they're not in the conversation. I'm going to get cleared and then we're going to go forward. There's going to be yeah, a, there's going to be a lot of options yeah. on all that. That's just, I just got to get cleared and be all right. And then we're going to know what route we'll, we'll try to see a few things. And then we're going to go from there on that. You know, I've already said I've, th there's going to be multiple options with things. So true with all that no, WWE doesn't need I to be on in that, that yeah. they've never been part of that equation. So. Yes. I hope we see you again in wrestling right back and you know, we all your fans, you know, like you to return, and I hope to see you again. That's why it was simple question. So thank you for answering that. I don't want to uh, give a chance to another one going to talk to you in live. Thank you, right back. You're very welcome, brother. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. you have a good one. We don't have a ton of time left, but we are going to bring up, because I see her in here, Lulu joining us again. Lulu, welcome to the show. How have you been? Hello, hello. All 
I think, oh, the speaker on the bottom left, Lulu. Oh, hi, my back. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm so happy to be back. Thank you so much. It's been so long. I'm sorry it took me so long. It's okay. I saw you in here, and I was bringing – Shawnee's a big part of the show now every day when I bring him on, so I apologize. I, I, I saw you in here right prior to that. How's everything going? I'm sitting here listening. I love it. Hi, Shawnee. Maybe I'll get to – Oh, Shawnee's thrilled that you just said hello. <laughs> um, I'm really, really good. I've been busy. We've been shooting Dark Side of the Ring the past little while, and I'm excited. There's lots of wrestling happening here in Toronto this next couple weeks. What? Uh, what is specifically? What other? What episodes are they working on? Are you? Because you. So do you do multiple? You do multiple characters for them then? Yeah. So I'm kind of like. I'm super grateful. I'm kind of like the go-to blonde girl, you know, and there's a lot of blonde characters in the 80s and the 90s. So oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm pretty much playing all of them. Um, Have you played Sable? Oh, that's the one I am begging for. Uh, they all know it, too. Everybody who works on Dark Side's like, if we ever do Sable, Lacey's getting it. That's my real name. By the way, my name is Lacey. Sorry, I call you Lulu. I just oh, everything. I, I'm like uh, Will Ferrell and Anchorman. I read the prompter on like whatever the name that I see on the on the thing. Oh yeah, no, everyone just calls me Lou um, as my little nickname. But um, so I, I can't really disclose a lot about what's going on with Dark Side. But with this last season four, I was lucky to play a party girl in the Marty Jannetty episode. That was really fun. Oh, I can imagine. Um, you know, it's one of these, like, it's honestly the most fun set on planet Earth. Like, it's a party every time I'm there. Which is crazy, because it's dark side of the ring. I wish, though, they would, I wish they would do happy side of the ring. Oh, my God. I know. There's a, yeah, that's the, that's the thing, though. They had me, they were kind of teasing me with this, you might play Medusa thing. But it's like Medusa just doesn't have a tragic enough story for them it's all tragic oh i know i get mad when i see i just saw the other day because they, they put out a tweet saying hey who do you guys want to see next and of course there were like two or three uh losers they go oh ryback and i'm just like yeah what a, what a horrible horrible story of a guy that needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement that had 19 stem cells and has completely overcome the odds and got his health back and wrote a motivational book and has had a successful podcast for seven years and running a, su a successful supplement company. What a horrible, tragic story that is with it. Like, but these people are just such losers. I'm like, God. Oh my God. Oh but no, no, no. That's like, I, I think they should do more like incredible success stories. I mean, the one that I was on with uh, Tammy and Chris Candido, that Chris's story was actually like a super amazing successful story until he, unfortunately well but anything my thing is it could be it depends on what you choose to focus on that's like i that's what like i saw that and, and it, it's it's i understand the like it's it's just telling the the negative side of the story on the it literally as advertised as dark side of the ring but like it's also like i hate when like the talents are talking like oh he wasn't being used or like he was a jobber or this like i'm like man this guy is still living a dream playing a role is a physical actor with it and it's not real in the sense of it's all acting on that like yeah. he's living his dream like there's so many ways you can go about like i just don't like that i don't like that aspect of all of it but 
Yeah, I, I kind of view it as like tales from the tour bus. Like, you know, let's tell you about how it was. But yeah, yeah. you're right. Well, that's what people, but that's what sells though. People watch that more than if it was, if it was a feel good story all the time, or it's the people are more into the dirt and the negativity, unfortunately. Yeah. And, but <laughs> I, I still, I have to say that it is, um, an incredible, amazing, awesome set to work on and the crew and everyone. It's like, even though the stories are really dark, it's the most positive, amazing experience working with this team. And it's just really fun because I get That's to meet good. a lot of cool wrestlers and I get to, when we're, whenever we're just sitting there waiting in the kind of, you know, cast area, it's just talking wrestling and, you know, uh, it's really, it's just really a nice environment. What's the, uh, is the, how's the shooting <laughs> schedule for that? Is it a pretty, like, like what's a typical day on the set of Dark Side of the Ring? So they usually have cast come in around 7.30 in the morning. Um, then they get into hair and makeup around 8. And they usually go for about a 12-hour day. So, they, you know, they, I might be there until, you know, 6 or 7 p.m. Or it could get cut earlier. But the crew they definitely do minimum like 12 hour days or more yeah probably 15 hour days um and we're really lucky because with all the strikes and all the union productions in toronto not happening this is a being a non-union production is is really lovely because they they still get to do it um which is cool because there's so many there's usually so much being shot in toronto but with again with the all the strikes there's it's pretty quiet these days yeah did you lulu who did you or Lacey? sorry the on, on, you do i because I, I follow you too on instagram and like you do the um you do quite a bit of independent shows and stuff were you like heavily involved like as, as a wrestler or like how long have you been involved with wrestling oh uh, so i'm i come into the world from an as an actor, I'm, I have my degree in performing arts and I'm a total, total theater nerd. So oh, nice. um, to answer this question, I, um, when I was a kid, I had a mom who had three daughters who didn't really like, she wasn't really into letting us watch wrestling, but growing up in the nineties and the eighties, like, um, I just feel like everybody had it on the TV. So be careful what you tell your kids they can't do because I grew up to just want to watch wrestling. <laughs> um, that is very true. Yeah, I had, like, this super, super, like, girly mom. She was a model. We watched fashion television. We had to watch the Family Channel. We didn't really get to watch much else. And um, I feel like I, I rebelled by wanting to have, like, monster trucks and watch wrestling and yeah. do all of the things that we couldn't do. Um, but I, I studied theater because that was my love, and I came to Toronto to study that, and I worked my whole 20s and avant-garde experimental theater uh companies um people from austria people from seattle um really cool russian and hungarian directors so i was really heavily in the art house kind of avant-garde theater scene but in my 20s i i uh-oh lacy is cut out Lacey, are you there? I'm still with you. Perfect. Okay, now I can hear you. Yeah, you cut out for like 20 seconds. I'm so sorry. My phone started ringing. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, in my, in my 20s, I started to hang around with uh, people who were heavily involved in the indie wrestling scene in Toronto. So I got exposed to, um, I, I just started going to every kind of indie pro like show I could see. So I was always at the Destiny shows, Smash shows, Greek town wrestling, super kicked in Toronto. Um, <clears throat> and I, et cetera, et cetera. And I, and I started to be exposed also to the women of the nineties deathmatch, like Bon Nakano, Megumi Kudo, yeah. Combat Toyota. And as soon as I discovered deathmatch from the nineties in Japan, I was like FMW and I was like, holy shit, I am sold. What is this? I need to know more. So, um, I guess in my twenties, I, really really started to understand and expand my world in wrestling as a fan and then I before the pandemic I was working with Rip he's a teacher in Hamilton Ontario um in his wrestling uh school and I was also in touch with a teacher named Tyson Dukes from London Ontario I've heard of him we okay we were going to train and they had the understanding that I didn't want to be a wrestler. I wanted to be the valet, the manager, the sable. I wanted to be the new sable. You're That's smart. Like, yeah. Preserve yourself yeah. too. That's like, yeah. it, I was going to ask you what you do at the shows as far as that. Um, that's. Well, so I, and then pa pandemic happened and that kind of sucked. And um, so that all, I didn't end up doing continuing that training, but um, I got involved with, earlier in the beginning of this year, getting involved with Dark Side of the Ring um, introduced me to the Super Kicked people here in Toronto. And this is a really cool promotion. And so they invited me on as a, you know, they were like, you know what, Lacey, you, you seem like this is like clearly a passion for you. Why don't you join us at a show? And they gave me a ring announcing gig. I never ring announced in my life before. And I just did it. I was like, all right, now, there's a really cool podcast with Justin Roberts and Chris Jericho, and he describes, you know, what it is to yeah. be a ring announcer. I'm good friends and with him. He's a great guy, Justin. Uh, I'd love to meet him. And he's like, just like, kind of like me, a fan. I'm sure we could arrange that. I would love that. Hi, Justin. If, if he ever listens to this, um, I, I'm kind of like him. I'm a fan. I'm like a Stacey Keebler. I'm a fan who just wants to be involved. And I have a theater and acting background so i want to be on the entertainment side of the business so for me i'm a backstage interviewer for super kicked i'm a ring announcer and kind of like a hype girl host and i'm i'm in the talks of hopefully balleting some uh, a wrestler um, or i love to ballet wrestlers but um that kind of position isn't quite as it doesn't really exist like it did back in the Attitude Era. It, what, I'm going to have to come back. How old are you? How, how old are you, Lacey? Can I ask you how old you are? I am in my early 30s. Oh, you got plenty um, of time. See, here's where I'm going. You might. You just need an opening to one of the promotions with this. I want to do a, a Big Daddy Ryback is eventually that, that. That's my heel run with with my tribute to Scott Steiner and superstar Billy Graham where I, I have my, this goes to all my hungry hoes out there. Big Daddy Ryback is your meal ticket. Feed me if you need me. I need my hungry hoes. Would that be, would that be something you would be interested in down the line if, if the right opportunity presented itself? And I go, hey, would you like to be a hungry hoe? Again, this is a character, not real. Oh, I'd be, I would be the best hungry hoe. I'd be the hungriest hoe. <laughs> 
you would be you would be hungry ho number one Oh, yeah, I'm so hungry for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That's uh, okay. That's good to know. I'm going to Phoenix is I've got because initially it was I wanted to use adult entertainers because I'm friends with most of them here in Vegas. But I go, that could be very iffy for TV with sponsorships. So you know I think that's great, actually. I feel like just to go on that, you, thank you for supporting. Um, I mean, just as a woman, as a feminist, like, thank you to all the people who are like supporting other entertainers and not. You know? No, I, I thank you for even for the offer for even contemplating it. That's that's good to know. I'm not even kidding though. That's going to be character wise. That that is a character that I truly, genuinely want to bring to TV at some point. Because I, oh my I, God, I am not kidding either. I would love it. I think we, we this is this is beautiful. This is all going to work out great. Because for me, like um, when I hear people go, "Oh God," you know. Like the attitude, you know, the the attitude era, so belittling to women. You know, the divas were just sex objects. I'm like, yeah, cool. I love that. That's so feminine. Like, it's such a feminist thing, in my opinion. Yeah. People like Sable. She was like, I'm gonna do whatever I want, and everywhere Sable goes, there's a hot girl with her. But guys watch that too. That's the thing. (laughs) I can't tell you how many. Like, I'm I'm all for like wrestling having filling all voids and like covering all areas, like. Like I, I support all of it. Like women that want to be treated as respected wrestlers and want to be conservative, I support that. But women that want to go out there and be riskier and edgier, I think that is very valuable to TV because there's a lot of dads out there that are going to watch the dads. <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of hungry dads out there that are going to tune in to see you know. So that's where I see that. Like I, I, I just look at that. I go. There's things in wrestling that with that era that were not that aren't being capitalized right now that were really popular. I am 100 percent the girl who wants to bring this back. You're going to be the next Sable. You're, we're going to go up. I'm going to get rehired, and we're going to go like me and Vince are going to put everything, bury the hatchet, and then we're going to go. It. You're going to be hungry hoe number one, and then it's going. I'm going to be the Mark Merrow of the situation though, and then you're going to wow. turn out to be like the biggest star. Mark, oh my God, thank you. I will dream of this every day. Um, Mark Merrill, what a sweetheart. Watch, uh, I follow him lately. He's like the most- He's like, amazing. I love him. Motivated, like motivation speaker. Like every day he just fills you with positivity. I love him. And he looks great, by the way, because he's 50 or 60 something. And he, amazing. he takes such good care of himself. I go, man, I hope I look halfway decent at that age. Oh man, you know, he really is such a like positive person. I agree. Like, Him and Paige, they're, they're good friends as well. That's very positive people. I love that. And yeah, I absolutely want to do that because I, yeah, I just, I mean, I will exhaust it over and over saying that if you are truly a feminist, you support women sh- showcasing their bodies, being hyper feminine. They don't have to be the wrestler. I don't want it. I didn't want to be. I never did. And that's not that I don't love wrestlers. I love them. But I, it's not for me to be one. I, My biggest inspiration was the Trish Stratuses, the Tori Wilsons, the Stacey yeah. Keeblers, the Sables, the Sunnies. That's Well, you're an entertainer. That's, yeah, that's, that's, there's, that's what people wrestling is. There's multiple aspects of wrestling and that where you could thrive. And, and there's some people that can't, re- they want to be a referee. With that, there's all different positions in this game. That and for it's television at the end of the day, and and or, or the there's just what it is. It's wrestling and it's entertainment. With it, whether yeah. you're on TV or not. So like, I think that's that's a great thing. You know who you are and what you like, 
And so why force or try to do something you're not happy with? Like be you and you could thrive in that. And I hope you get a huge opportunity outside of what you've already gotten because you're already doing well. Thank you so much. To quote Sable, to quote Rena, she actually did say, um, I think there's several things that people don't know or don't get about wrestling. And one of the things is that we are entertainment. Yep. People forget this. Like, oh, all the time they forget it. It's like, I love the the outrageousness, the over the topness, like the shove it in your faceness. I love it. Same. And people get so sensitive and political. It's like, I just think, I like politically, I don't know. I actually, I can take that back. I am down with like respect. Obviously, I want respect for women. I want respect for everybody. But I think it's so disrespectful as a woman to tell me that little girls shouldn't be seeing these kind of female characters because it's like bad for them to look up to like save i'm like no look me looking up to characters like sable is empowering in my opinion it doesn't yeah i agree so good it's the opposite of belittling women we just live in a crazy world where you'll have people that think it's a good idea to let kids to to cut off their their private parts at five years old and tell them like we just live in a while we're living in crazy times but like no matter what we choose to do or like, and just be a, I always say like, and they got it from Gary Vaynerchuk in this world, like no matter, like whether we're going to be loved and hated, no matter what. So we may as well just be ourselves like with that. And like, because no matter what we do, like people are going to like, just the way things are, there's going to be a boatload of people that love us and a boatload of people that hate us no matter what. So we might as well just be ourselves. Seriously. I can't control what someone's going to think of me. All I can do is control. I'm not, all I can do is just keep being as authentic and true to myself as possible. And that can change. Like things I did a few years ago, maybe that's not like what I'm down with now. And I just can constantly evolve. And for sure, I look back and go, oh, what was I doing there and there and there? But, um, and, and yeah, for sure, like there's going to be haters. And that's usually a sign that you're doing well. I agree. I, I, all I can do is keep trying to, like, honestly, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to keep trying to do. Just go one day at a time and you do the things that make you happy. I think, and that's too, like a big, a lot of things I've learned along the way is it's like, but you go one day at a time and enjoy the journey of the day to day. And like in, in finding the, like the important things in life that make us happy. And then like the things that we control, we try to control and the things that we can't control, don't let them affect our happiness too much with that. that. Is such, such an important piece of advice that I have to remind myself every single day to honestly, it's such a cliche thing, but it's to accept what you cannot control. It's happened. There's it's, it's done. I can't, what can, it's more like, don't focus on what you wish happened or what you, it's uh, what the past, like focusing on what you can do. What yeah. can I do now? What is it that I can do? Um, it's, and also just believing in yourself is pretty much the biggest, hardest challenge. Like That's, but that's what, you know, that's point. having a positive mindset. That's where like, and uh, like reading and, and developing like the self and, and development stuff and that I was into when I was younger and still like it, it positive affirmations daily and then doing the work of the things that we can control. Like 
when we have do and doing things each day that that work that we work towards our goals and not letting any of the hate or negativity distract us like it's really it takes work on that but like the more active i find that we are in life like the more we live in the real world and do things like when you go to a show and perform you feel good when you go and do something and you're around other people when you go record film dark side of the ring and you have positive interactions with people like that stuff carries over and then that builds momentum and it just, you just keep feeling good. And, but when people, when you don't do that stuff and you doubt yourself and you hide and you freeze and you don't move, that's where a lot of the, the negativity and the depression and the things, the negative thoughts creep in. The key to life is moving. I find and like, not even like winning a loop, just moving and continuously trying to move. So. That's so true. I mean, I totally understand what it is to be sort of, debilitated or crippled by a fear it's like um you're in the frozen state yeah and to get out of it it's just any move make a move in a direction hope obviously like a direction that is going to be positive and not harmful for you but just any movement i love what i heard one time someone described emotions as energy in motion just keep moving yep just keep that i love that in motion um because literally nothing you're never going to be stuck in one spot it's always going to move unless you resist and oh my gosh fears can be so debilitating also good job to every single person for just getting through every day this world is so rough it is like harsh and i'm so proud of every single person who just decided to try today yeah i tell people i and i tell i remind myself of this all the time though i just say we have to want the goal more than the fear of failure rejection or whatever that fear may be we have to be so obsessed and married that we're going to get that what we want that we don't care of any of that like and it takes like the the more severe so like the bigger that goal is usually the more fear that can be tied to it so we really have to remind ourselves of that on a daily basis of like like what we want and remind ourselves like why we're doing what we're doing for that. And like, if we truly want that bad enough, we, it will, we will be able to overcome our fears, but it takes, it's, it's a mindset approach. You have to have a really strong mindset, you know, with that, not everyone. It's very, that's why so few people end up doing what they want to do with that is, but they've, they've learned to master that one way or the other. And they, you just go for it. It's so true. Like I, have had one of the greatest years of my life, but that's because I made a really clear decision for myself that I no longer want to hang around people who drain me with negativity. I no longer want to put anything into my body. Like I stopped drinking in February of 2022 and it has changed my life. I think I made a comment on one of your posts regarding this. Wait, you said you Uh, stopped drinking in 2022? In February yeah. of 2022. I was February this town. year. I stopped. That's great. Oh, it's so amazing. Yeah, it's the best decision I ever, ever made. The clarity and the focus and the energy. Yeah. And just, I mean, I have thrived in like off chart, like off the charts. Like my year has just been so great since, or, or since, it's been over a year now, but since I stopped drinking in February. Uh, That's a year and a half pretty much. Yeah. I just don't see myself going back. It's not, I just, I personally, not to like be super preachy. I just don't think there's literally anything good about any amount or any type of alcohol. It just, yeah, I hear you. I was, I I didn't uh, like, it was, 
I just did. I did. I did it once a week. I would do wine, and I just said, "I'm just going to stop." I'm. I'm not like giving it up completely, even though I haven't had it in many months. But I just. I go maybe on a special occasion. I just never have wanted it. But when it's crazy when you stop doing it, how you feel like you don't have the urge to do it. At least I don't anymore. Like enough time has mm -hmm. gone by, right? Where you're just like, "Oh, this is kind of better without it." I feel like the people who want to kick any form of an addiction are like the superheroes of the world. They're the strongest, coolest, most badass people. It's such a mentally strong thing to do a challenge like that. Yeah. It's like, I just think anybody who's is, has been thinking about, you know, maybe trying to try out sobriety or like, I mean, I'm, I'm not completely, I'm like Kelly sober. I smoke a ton of weed. But <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I love weed. Not a ton. I shouldn't say a ton. <laughs> I'm a person. I'm a person that I like when I smoke weed. I have really cool ideas or really crazy ideas and I write them down. But I've never I don't really like the person I am when I drink. I just feel like it's not it doesn't bring out the best just makes me feel bad. Yeah, no, I, I hear you on that. Like it it's... makes me say and do things I look back and I'm like, ugh, cringe. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I know exactly what you mean on that. It's it, it, Toronto too. It's marijuana is legal there now, right? Yeah. Same here in Nevada. Yeah. Cool. I just can't wait for the, all of the states to be like that. Yeah, um, it will have. It's going to happen eventually. So. Yeah, I think. Well, my mother has MS, and um, so she all. When I was little, I was such a goody two shoes. Never in like I've personally I've never even smoked as had a drag of a cigarette in my life. I've been such a goody two shoes since I was a child. But um, my mom smoked weed, and I was like the valedictorian of my dare graduation. And I was like, oh my god, I'm so ashamed. I can't believe my mom does drugs. It's horrible, you know. I was yeah. So upset about it. But then I grew up to learn that it was the thing that helped her the most with her pain that she gets because um, mus muscul muscular um, sclerosis, uh, is a nerve problem. And she has a really crazy kind of pain that she gets and marijuana is the one thing that helps her with it. Yep. So there's so many, now I'm like, Oh, I totally get and I like smoke weed with my mom now, but, um, it's got a lot of benefits and it's, in my opinion, um, I mean, I think it's good, but anyways, I, where was I going with this? Um, oh, I was just talking about how once I decided I wanted better for myself and I didn't want to put things in my body or have people around me that drained me or depleted my like depleted me and were toxic. Like, to, I don't really want to use the trendy word because everyone calls everything toxic these days. But um, I changed my life. New kind of I attracted like people on that same wavelength I started to attract people who also didn't want to drink and I started to attract like a totally different energy in my life and I just know that every single day I can go to sleep knowing that when no one's looking and nobody's listening I'm still doing the work I am as good as what I do when nobody's watching yep I do this with no audience I'm challenging myself and that's a level of confidence no one can take from me you're absolutely right. I want to tell you too, Shawnee's in the chat. Shawnee watches that was on prior. He he comes on the show daily, but he wants you me to tell you that he loves weed too with that. So. Oh, hey, Shawnee. Oh, my God. We should all have like a cool, um, like get on the Instagram live and just like have a smoke session. 
We gotta have to have Shawnee. Uh, I've wanted to do that on my YouTube because I've not. I go. Oh, I want to do a smoking with the big guy, and I I go that would do. I feel like because I've never done that on the thing. I go that would, and I got to come up with a new format. But because I did a while, I used to do drinking with the big guy when I used to do my. I used to do red wine or whining with the Ryback. I would do my red wine once a week, and it did well on there. Like for that, when I was doing, but I, I stopped. You know, I haven't done that in forever. So wine back. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely do that with you. And that sounds awesome. Um <clears throat> do you ever come to Toronto? Do I what? Do you ever come to Toronto or no? I haven't been there in forever. I went yeah. since I've been there many times with wrestling in the WWE. And then the last time I was probably is what I'm trying to think, is Niagara Falls close to Toronto? Yeah, that's probably I did a signing in like 2017 in Niagara Falls. That's probably the last time I've been anywhere close outside of being back east and for other. I was just there at the Niagara Comic Con. I think it was last month or the month before in June. And I got to meet Medusa. I got to meet Lita, Tristratus. I guess Rick Flair was supposed to be there and he did no show. And it was hilarious because Deborah was like, yeah. Show up, and she said it in a way where it was like, I've dealt with this so many times before. <laughs> oh, I believe it. We've got to get you then. We've got to get you to Vegas. Me, you, RVD, because he's here with, with Katie Forbes, and we could do a smoking just a, just when Godfather's here as well. And it would just be the like, just completely just okay. dis- get destroyed. Done, done. <laughs> Tell me the date. My bike, my book is like, I'm gonna book that flight. We're gonna, I'm gonna make this a top priority. No, for real, like for real. This hungry hippo's coming for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know why I phrased it that way. <laughs> That's you're just in character. It's okay. It's yeah. <laughs> I, um, I I'm thrilled that you're you've character. embraced that you're you're that you're going to literally be your the number one person now for that character for me. So. I'm ready for it. I'm getting, I'll have, I'm ready. Um, we, yeah, whenever that, when it, give me some dates, I'll book flights. I'm like, we'll, we'll talk more and figure something out. I'm, I'm serious. Well, that'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And thank you for supporting this because I am, again, I'm so sick of not having these kind of personalities in the world anymore. No, um, I understand. The, we're gonna to have to have you come back on. I wish I would have got you on a little sooner today because I have to. I have to wrap up today's show here shortly. With that, I actually do too. I was. I was like waiting and waiting. It was a lovely. I was. Lov- I had a lovely time listening to the show, and I'm sorry I jumped in so late, and I'm sorry it took so long for me to get back on here. But yeah, let's talk again. Do Absolutely, that. we'll talk more. And thank you so much for coming on. Is there anybody too on social media to follow you? Everyone on Spet Twitter X here can see you. If you want, they want to follow you here, but on your other social media, Instagram. So across the board, it's Lethal Miss Lulu. So Lethal Miss Lulu. And uh, that's Instagram and Twitter. Those are like my main platforms and I'm pretty active on those every day. Awesome. Well, Lacey, thank you so much for your time. And it was a pleasure having you back on again. And I hope you have a great rest of the day. Oh my God, you're the best. I'm going to have a great day and you, I hope you do too. Thank oh, you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Talk soon. Bye-bye. Until. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. I apologize I didn't get you on sooner. Shawnee, me and Shawnee, we'll, we'll talk for an hour every day or 45 minutes. So Shawnee, Shawnee's 
Hungry Ho number two now. <laughs> That's the character. Big Daddy Ryback was Shawnee with the as the Ralphus character. And Lacey, Lacey is Hungry Ho number one. That is the that's the Big Daddy Ryback character. Money, that's all we need, the three of us with that. Just going up and down, making towns. Just making towns with that. Guys, thank you as always for another fun episode. I had a lot of fun today. Check out Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. Today, our mystery code, huge. This is, guys, this is not fake news, fake news. This is the real deal. Huge discount today. Discount code mystery eight. Mystery in the number eight. I'll have it in the description on here. Mystery eight to get a huge discount. One of our biggest deals. One of the biggest deals that we've done. Feedmemore.com. Guys, thank you very much. Have a great one. We'll be back again, guys, tomorrow as always. So until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.